You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to We Are Libertarians Daily Podcast. I am Hody Johns, your host. This is brought to you by our Patreon listeners. Uh, if you are not one, go ahead and become one today. You get a bunch of extra goodies. Uh, you get to listen to this podcast a few days before it airs, as well as the opportunity to join our book club, get a say in everything that goes on, discuss topics and everything like that. And frankly, we couldn't do it, uh, what we're about to do today, without people like you. And uh, today, I am joined by uh, a legislative activist, uh, Courtney. Courtney, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. Now, Courtney, you are uh, you are an activist for breed-specific legislation. So tell us about that. Just give us a general overview. What is it? Okay. So breed-specific legislation, also known as BSL or BDL, breed discrimin- uh, discriminatory law. It is the banning of pit bulls and pit bull type dogs. Um, it could be American Bulldogs, it could be the American Staffordshire Terrier, it could be the American Pitbull Terrier, it can be any mixes of these dogs. And and frankly, it's all dogs are individuals, and it shouldn't be based on looks. Oh, discrimination shouldn't be based on looks. Boy, I feel like America should kind of remember that with like other <laughs> stuff, like, you know, right? got a history with certain things like that. Exactly. You know, I've got a little bit of the history here before we, we really dive into two into like where we are currently i found it Mm -hmm. interesting that this is based on um there's actually a supreme court case on it based in uh was it 1897 uh Mm -hmm. which is old for a court case right yeah uh centel versus new orleans and Carrollton railroad company is where it begins now this was not actually breed specific but he had a uh, Mr. Sentel had a dog. The Carrollton Railroad Company killed that dog because of, of uh, negligence. And I guess they admitted the negligence. But the Supreme Court determined that because uh, he was he had not licensed the dog and the dog had the ability to cause harm, that they could kill the dog however they wanted to. So anybody is and for and that's still the sitting precedent in the Supreme Court. So anybody can kill any dog if it's not licensed to somebody and licensing your dog is something you kind of like you do it once when you're there at the shelter but you don't show up for your next year and so most dogs are unlicensed Mm -hmm. and and that's somebody's property at that point i found it interesting that even in their notes they said uh dog owners were likely to be irresponsible with money and uh, come from the poor. And so it's like they kind of generalize dog owners um, yeah. <laughs> as being bad with money and poor. Now, now, why, I guess since you've been an activist for this, why does this still persist today? Um, because, God, I was not actually thinking about that. Um, it persists because, you know, there's the Michael Vick's dogs, the lost dogs. Um, they were you know, in the dog fighting ring and that comes from money. And generally people profile people type owners like that, but there are programs out there that um, can help with spay and neutering and vaccinations and other things like that as well. So it's necessarily not a money thing anymore. And people will probably spend more on their dog than they do anything else if they don't have kids. 
So, I mean, I know there's programs here in Arkansas that my husband and I went to and got both of our dogs um, fixed and uh, up to date on shots for as low as 30 bucks each, the spay and the shots. So you're responsible dog owner. Yeah, I, I guess I am. So why? So the assumption seems to be that everybody's an irresponsible dog owner. What? What's? <laughs> I guess how do we change that? Because even in 1897, they assumed you were an irresponsible dog owner. How do we change that? Is just um, getting these programs out there to lower income cities. Um, Sherwood is a sister city of ours, and they have programs. And just being aware of programs that you don't have to go to a vet and spend three hundred dollars to get your dog fixed, chipped, and up to date on shots. So, and that's a huge problem with owners is that they get these dogs and they're like, Oh crap, I have to afford a vet when they don't realize there's not, there's a lot of these programs out there. Right. The, and there's some, there's some difficulty in even defining what a pit bull is. Yes. Um, okay. Do, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I do. Um, so pit bull is actually a slang term and is, is, um, not a type of breed. There's only one true pit bull, in quotation marks, actually. It's the American Pit Bull Terrier. All these others are just mixes from that. So you can have a pit bull uh, bulldog mix, and people will look, oh my god, that's a pit bull. No, it's, it's a mutt. Pit bull is a mutt term. Okay, so it's actually like some kind of like a mixed breed term. Yes. So there actually is a standing court case on that as well. And this is where we actually get to the where breed specific legislation starts. It's Vanader uh, versus the village of South Point. Now, this one actually occurred in our lifetimes. Um, The court concluded that the definitions of a pit bull are um, not unconstitutionally vague, though they admitted that there's not mathematical certainty, but that mathematical certainty uh, is not essential to constitutionality. Uh, which should freak you out because if they say, well, we kind of say that like, you know, like violent looking knives are, you know, banned, but most people can figure out what a violent looking knife is. And even though it's not really a mathematical term, like, you know, we'll, we'll, the government will use their own common sense to determine what that is, yes. uh, which leads to them making some questionable uh, decisions um, now, <clears throat> we've talked beforehand, um, and I guess get your Kleenexes ready, about a couple of those decisions that they've decided to make because they're allowed to discriminate. So, um, if you would like to review uh, or, or just talk about some of those some of those cases, what have they done because they're able to discriminate against pit bulls? So, in our city, um, there is BSL, and that's what we were fighting against. They have... Uh, seized a couple of dogs in our um, in our city and have told the owner that it looks like a pit bull um, type dog and she had to rehome it and she did it got the band breed uh, violator uh, tattoo on his thigh and she rehomed it out of BSL areas um, she was actually out of the country um, the it, in the dog had happened to get back into North Little Rock City limits and the, she called the shelter. They arranged for her. Yeah, we'll hold it since you're out of the country. Um, we'll, we'll give you a court date. You can fight it, whatever you want to do. Um, 
she did all the necessary steps to do this. And two days before the court date, the dog was accidentally euthanized. That's terrible. Yes. So that's when I started fighting this really like hardcore. And then a friend of mine actually had her dog profiled while she was on vacation and her friend was house sitting for her. The shelter had mixed up her address with another address and they took uh, photos of her dog from the street, which is not illegal, um, into her house and they deemed her dog a pit bull type dog and she had to rehome it last year. And this is just because they say, again, that lack of mathematical certainty. They say it looks Pitbull-esque. We Mm -hmm. haven't run a test or anything, but we say that that, that's okay. Correct. Yes. They don't do any DNA tests. They um, don't go by vet uh, records or anything like that. Um, They just go by looks alone because if it looks like a Pitbull, it is a Pitbull. And that's what we're fighting against. Sure. We have links in the show notes to both of those stories. Um, horrifying in in the case of the euthanasia one. I I think what freaked me out the most is they just kind of released this simple statement just saying, yeah, I guess we were supposed to follow protocol, but we didn't. Yeah. And And nothing's going to change. uh, I'm sorry, do what? Oh, sorry. I just said nothing's (laughs) going to change. No. Unless unless we act. But there was no fines asserted. There's no, you know, firings there's no internal investigation there's just like yeah whoops we messed up hopefully we don't do it again correct and as a result of that um we can actually find a a site that you're affiliated with um justice for gambit and they there's several stories of this oops we euthanized it too early Mm -hmm. now in economics we talk about something called perverse incentive where you say yes the point was not to take these dogs and euthanize them but if you have an incentive to do something, it's going to keep happening. That's going to be the tendency. So here's the issue. You take a dog. You ju- if you take the dog, you justify your program's existence. So that's an incentive. And mm-hmm. then if you put the dog down, well, there's nothing. There's no incentive. In fact, you actually have to take care of the dog in the meantime. So there's actually a slight incentive to euthanize the dog early. And since there's no punishment for it as dictated by the courts you can kill someone's dog even out of negligence they could technically abuse these dogs to death if they want then you've created incentive to actually either euthanize the dog or not care that you're euthanizing the dog when you shouldn't and so we have like this history going on um and i i I mean truly horrifying to look into it um, now, I, I mean, we're going to end up wrapping up the show with what we can do to change it, but let's, let's dwell on this for a minute. Uh, cause, cause I was, I was looking at, uh, things that are more likely to kill you than a pit bull, according to the CDC. And it's hilarious, but it's also really sad. So, um, <clears throat> According to the CDC, in the year 2000, now this has grown since then because the population has grown. But in the year 2000, uh, the Center for Disease Control admitted that that there were about eight deaths due to pit bulls worldwide. So this is all over the world, eight pit bull deaths. And by that time, they were already introducing breed-specific legislation, like these court cases prior to. So um, to put this in perspective... Falling coconuts kill 150 people worldwide every year. Uh, high school and college football has about 12 deaths per year. 
horses kill about uh, 120 people in the U.S. alone per year. So you're looking at horses being 10 times more likely to kill somebody in the United States, over 10 times more likely to kill somebody than a pit bull. Tap water, 100 people per year in the United States alone. Icicles, 15 people per year in the U.S. alone. That's about double what pit bulls do. Falling out of bed, 450 people in the U.S. Uh, and uh, autoerotic asphyxiation, 600 people a year. You're more likely to strangle yourself on accident. Uh, yeah, 600 people per year. Uh, vending machines... 13 people per year uh, worldwide falling vending machine falling down on you bathtub drowning 300 people per year and TV falling on you 29 times per year. So the reason I bring those up is because those are massively more likely to kill you than pit bulls in some cases double or triple more likely to kill you than death by a pit bull. Do you have any guesses? And I'm sorry I didn't even ask you. I didn't provide you this beforehand. Why Why have we singled out pit bulls as opposed to icicles, which are twice as more likely to kill you? I'm sorry. What was the question? It froze. Oh, you're all right. So, like, why is a pit bull... Like, why do we have legislation about, you know, getting rid of pit bulls, whereas icicles are twice as likely, more more, more likely to kill you? Um... What that comes to, what comes to mind is the media. The um, you don't hear about icicles killing anyone. You don't hear about the German shepherds killing um, a child or a dachshund mauling a child. You hear about these big mean pit bulls, and the media um, gets in on these cases. and And I think that's why we don't hear about other things hurting kids or or biting or anything like that. Yeah. Now, there is some, and I did want to talk about something with you here. There is something called gameness um, in pit bulls, and this is something that they've kind of been bred for. Um, and so it, it is it is something that I don't want to just overlook, because I'm sure there are listeners here who are like, hey, you are more likely to get, kill, get killed by a pit bull than any other dog, right? Um, a five-year study conducted by the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia found that uh, 50.9% of dog bites, so just over 50%, were from pit bulls. Um, gameness is <sighs> gameness is like a determination. So I have I have a link here from um, from an expert who said gameness is a determination to master any situation and never back down out of fear. This was intentionally developed by pit bull um, breeders through many generations of selective breeding and it allows pit bulls to, to keep going nonstop for two or more hours in spite of broken bones, toward muscles, blood loss, dehydration, exhaustion. But it is actually more about the determination than the aggressiveness itself. In fact, um, I guess, uh, let's see here. <clears throat> According to the American Temperament Test Society, pit bulls have a temperament passing rate of 86.7%. Now, I don't really know what that is, but it is lower than dogs like the Beagle, Border Collie, and Chihuahua. Um, Dachshunds and Chihuahua, Chihuahuas exhibit the largest amount of aggression towards humans. Um, this exhibit includes both strangers and the dog owner. Uh, pit bull terriers are more known for aggression towards unknown dogs than humans so really yes. discriminating against the pit bull 
it it has something about the gameness to it to say like it's determined, but that doesn't that and while that might make it bite more, be more fatal necessary, or at least it probably doesn't bite more, but maybe you have to get hospitalized for it more because there's things um, about it. Sorry, go ahead. Well, uh, well, you know they do have a. And there, there's facts and myths that you can look up on Animal Farm Foundation about that. Um, you know, I've heard people say that they they don't they don't tolerate pain, and that's a that that's a lie. Um, that's a, a myth. Um, they are just like any other dog. And not only that, but if you look up the lost dogs. They were bred to fight each other like it's nobody's business and to kill each other. And 52 dogs were rescued from that dog fighting ring and 48 went on to find their forever loving homes with rehab with Best Friends Animal Society. Um, a cane corso actually has a stronger bite force than a pit bull type dog. Um, so necessarily it's not the gaminess in the dog at all. Just how they were managed, how they're managed. Yeah. You know, that's, so that is a, another one of those myths that I found. And this is one that I had heard that I didn't know until researching this. So pit bulls don't have locking jaws. Their jaws are just the same as other dogs, but I, I've even heard the locking jaw thing. And that's gotta be like a media thing because I haven't, I haven't heard of that before. Um, just like any other breed pit bulls that bite do so out of lack of training and socialization. And this is more of an owner error than a dangerous dog issue. Um, according to the American veterinary medical association, it's not within a pit bulls in inherent characteristics to bite a human. Um, you have a, <laughs> so you have a one in 112,400 chance of dying from a dog bite from any breed. This is the, uh, uh, with measurable, with things that we measure, death, death, uh, I was going to say options, not like you get to choose it, uh, <laughs> with, with death categories, this is actually the third lowest ahead of only legal execution, right? Like death row and being struck by lightning. Mm -hmm. So, yes. so you, ha so, so we have made, it's funny because bre breed legislation is starting to explode around America and yet... The, your chances of dying from a dog bite are ex low to the point of being being absurd. Like, if you're twice as more likely to get killed by a falling icicle, I mean, that's never in the news. But no. we talk about dogs, it seems like, constantly. Yes. Now, one of the reasons for this, and, and we're going to start touching now in, like, solutions, th this has to do because they've authorized that every county every city is able to make these laws they give them permission to do it and so therefore there's like there's almost more cities that have banned pit bulls than like pit bull deaths and so it's starting to pop up around the nation something i didn't know is that my uh what i consider my hometown of arizona Col or uh, not arizona aurora colorado has actually banned pit bulls as well <laughs> Uh, Denver has um, as well. And so it's starting to pop up in like bigger cities more than just, uh, you know, w where these places started. So what do we do when we start seeing this legislation? When's the right time to act? Do we start now? Do we wait until we start legislation now? Passed? I mean, it, it's, it's fighting it for these dogs that are 
being judged based on their looks and getting uh, information and just speaking with city council about what we can do to give these dogs equal uh, equal opportunity to live their lives like any other dog. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, North Little Rock, the citizens of North Little Rock are trying to get rid of uh, BSL. I mean, more states are actually going to ban BSL. Um, 22, I believe, have already banned BSL statewide. Oh, really? Oh, that's good. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it is the states and municipalities of the cities and stuff like that um, that can make this legislation. Um, now, our, our capital, Little Rock, actually, you can have a pit bull type dog. You just have to register it, spay and neuter it, um, have um, uh, up to date on shots and everything. And you can own a pit bull. As long as you have those three things, um, and I mean, just be a responsible owner as well, and train and socialize your dog, like you said. Um, but more states are banning BSL outright. Right. The uh, so that's that's good to hear. So, like, it, let's say my state doesn't yet have, I guess, a statewide ban on breed specific legislation. Mm-hmm. Where's the, where do I start? I, I guess making um, sure that they get that passed. Oh, well, you can start with, uh, if, if you want to start local, start with your city council. If you want to start statewide, talk to your state representatives. They work for us, and they need to hear us. And if this is a concern of the citizens, then that's what they need to talk to them. So, uh, and, and what if my county or state, or I guess, uh, what if they've already passed breed-specific legislation? Then what do I do? Get out there, educate people. Um, there's a lot of books that you can read um, upon. Um, there's also uh, links to go about. I know um, Best Friends Animal Society has links where um, they can tell you how to go about changing it or how to stop it if it's threatening on your city or your state. And um, they can they have really good resources that you can uh, look up on on their website. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, we're going to wrap up here with uh, we always do final thoughts on the show. <laughs> so um, I'll give you mine. Um, but think about it this way. You're far more likely to die from a, an unserrated knife than a serrated knife. Does that mean we should ban uh, serrated knives or, or are they a useful tool uh, that we can use and, and that you need to be responsible with or else you or someone you know might get hurt, right? You're more likely to kill yourself or kill somebody else with these knives than with these pit bulls. So if you, even if you don't care about dogs, now we have so, <laughs> the dog versus cat situation is, uh, <laughs> gets pretty explosive in our chat. And, uh, I, am I sure own that, both. <laughs> <laughs> I am sure people, are, well, see, great, great. So you own both. You're unbiased. <laughs> I own both. I we am. have some biased people in our chat room. <laughs> so I know that somebody's going to be listening to this and they're like, oh, of course, a dog episode, right? But <laughs> look, here's the thing is if you can justify, banning pit bulls above other dogs, then you can ban uh, se- uh, unserrated knives, you know, in, in your kitchen <laughs> as a tool. <laughs> and to go, I mean, to continue with that, and I'm still part of my final thought, I will give you time, I promise. But 
I have three associations that have actually condemned breed-specific legislation here. And to start with, one of them is the Department of Justice. The U.S. Department of Justice, because discriminating against these breeds is a bad idea. Because their gamefulness, which we say, which might even be the result of some of these fatalities, actually saves more lives than they take because they're able to protect their owners. They fight through pain. And so if somebody tries to injure these dogs, um, if they try to injure these dogs or do something, if somebody breaks into the house, the dog fights through it and keeps going. Especially when you factor in service dogs and police dogs. They make excellent service dogs because, and again, the gamefulness isn't just in fighting, but it's also just that, that pushing through. So if it's a long day, Pipple makes a good service dog. When you're factoring in the police force, the dogs save a ton of lives. The other two that I want to talk about, the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development states that statistically, breed-specific legislation has shown no reduction whatsoever in bites or death due to bites. So it's ineffective legislation, and it's a way for your Congress people to overstep their boundaries. And lastly, the American Bar Association, that's right, the people that validate all of your lawyers say that this legislation is unconstitutional. So I'm going to turn the time over to you. Uh, you can say whatever you want for your final thoughts, but also tell people how to join you in the fight, where to find you, where a good places to get educated are. So uh, go ahead. Okay. So... Um I live in North Little Rock, Arkansas, and you can find me on Facebook if you'd like to reach out and know more about BSL and how it does not work. Um, also, you can go to American uh, Farm Foundation and reach out to their lawyers and their legislators, and they can help you with that as well. And they have amazing stuff. You can get um, uh, links and bookworks of how to uh, get BSL changed in your community and you can also go to best friends animal farm foundation and they have training videos they have links as well and then you can also visit your local shelters and just talk with them about bsl and see what their thoughts on it are as well uh go be a responsible owner if you're going to get a dog and uh, you know talk to some pitbull rescues i i network for two of them uh it's Nova Star in Ola, Arkansas, and also um, Out of the Ashes, which is in uh, Benton, Arkansas. And you can reach out to those ladies, and they can point you in the correct direction of where you would like to find a good pit bull type dog. There you go. And uh, you, you offered everybody to find you on Facebook. I didn't use yes. your last name because I wasn't sure if you wanted that at the beginning. <laughs> That's fine. My last <laughs> name is, is Mixon, M is Mary I-X-O-N. There you go. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and find her and get involved, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, if you if you did, uh, the only way we stay in business is with your Patreon. Uh, Courtney, thank you uh, for your stories, uh, sad as they may be, but uh, for for uh, showing us showing us, I guess, how to fight the good fight. Yes, and thank you for having me. And I really truly appreciate this. You and you have an excellent day. You too. Thanks. Uh, bye. Bye.